0: Today's show is sponsored by k co Creative Designs, a full-service branding and website design agency focused on helping professionals and women-led brands leverage their expertise. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Work Culture Consultants Podcast, a show where I interview CEOs with proven successful work cultures and dive deep into how they achieved a healthy work environment for their people that, in turn, benefited their bottom line. Welcome to Work Culture Consultant and I'm so friggin excited to have Chad Gono on our show today because I've been harassing him for a while now because I'm such a big fan but Chad please introduce yourself.
1: Oh man, I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, you know, so yeah, so I'm CEO at Regal Plastics, family owned business. We've been around for 50 years. And so, you know, we are basically a lumber yard for plastic. So you go to Lowe's and Home Depot, you turn into the lumber place, and that's what we are for plastic. And so, um, you know, I'm just so passionate about culture and people. And, um, you know, I just wanted to be here and hang out with you and just talk about this kind of stuff because. It has changed my life being a part of an organization that's people centered, and so I just wanted to be able to hang out and talk about this stuff, and you know, uh, really, it, you know, put it out there to all the other people that may be in situations where they're, am I, am I in the right place, or you know, what can I do to change this place because. You know, this this the culture that we had here, it was an apathetic culture. It was a lifestyle business. And over the course of the last seven or eight years, I've learned a lot of great things through mentors, through trying, through you know, you know, lots of failure and stuff like that. Um, just and it's and it's a lot of fun to go to come to work now. And it wasn't like that seven or eight years ago. And so I just get so passionate about this kind of stuff because to me, there's nothing more important. It is the end all be all. Everything that matters about business is that people, 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 people. I don't care about anything else but people. So anyways, that's all.
0: You get it. And that's why I'm (laughs) such a big fan. You know, uh, somehow I'm assuming your videos came through on my LinkedIn feed. And ever since I've just been like, yes. So much yes with him and his people, his company. Um, You made this article a while ago that was about, um, you know, how culture isn't just beanbags and Google type stuff. Can you you expound on that?
1: Yeah, you know, it was the article we just talked about, like, how do you come up with your core values? Because a lot of times it's just like the fluff. It's like, you know, stocked beer fridges and Ping pong tables, and ironically, we have a ping pong table here. But the coolest thing about the fact that we have a ping pong table, our employee, our highest-grossing salesperson, bought the ping pong table. We didn't even buy it; he just it showed up one day. But it's just not about it. the ping pong tables and the stocked beer fridges. It's just the fluff. Like it's about pouring into the individuals. It's about the feedback. It's about listening to people and having those voices. And 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 for us you know whenever i talk about it it's about the core values you know it's about setting those core values if you don't have core values and when i wrote that article it was just it was our journey through the core value process and Establishing core values for a company that's been around for 50 years is probably embedded deep within us somewhere. But it was like, how do you take those and bring those out? You know, and so you know when what the what what the way we did it was we basically take our best employees that we have, like the people you wish you could clone, like the greatest people. You're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have like 50 of that person, and you put that person's name or you put those names, those people on a board, on a whiteboard. And then you put what traits it is you love about that person on a board. And then you've got a board, you've got a whiteboard full filled with like, you know, 30, 40 traits and you dwindle it down from there. And it's just got to be real. It's got to be authentic. And you don't want your core values. Like you're not trying to, it's not like a, you're not trying to sell it. Right. It's not like I'm going to try to create my core values based on, you know, if I can sell more product, you know, right. It's got to be authentic. It's not like you know, we're going to be all about value or, you know, we're going to be all about, you know, pride, whatever it is. Like if, it, if that's authentically real and you really are about like having the, 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 best quality product and quality is one of your values and you're going to live and breathe and die quality, then go, that's great. Make that your core value, but don't make it because you want to end means to the end. Like it's going to help you sell more product because that's not authentic. It has to be real and it has to be authentic. And you know, we spent, you know, a, a, a few, three or four drafts, you know, critiquing it and making it better over time to where we've dwindled it down. At first it was five, then it was four. And now we got it down to three because we believe, you know, less is more, but, you know, it's not all nap pods and, and, and beer. It has nothing to do with it. You know, that, that is um, that might come out of it, but that was never here at the beginning. You know, it, it, the, the values are much more than things like that.
0: Absolutely. I've been at a company before that like they had free cookies and free ice cream and this and this and that. And it was the most <laughs> trash company I've ever worked on. Like, I don't care how many cookies you try to make me fat with. This is not solving the problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that, um, I mean, it doesn't have, it's, it's the stuff, right? Like, like you you can have all the money in the world, the biggest houses and the cars, and you're still not going to be happy. I mean, you know, like, it's, it's about the people. It's about pouring into the people. It's about the relationships. You know, when you're on your deathbed, you're never going to think about all that stuff. You're going to think about the experiences and the people, and you're going to think about those smiling faces and, and the people that you did those things with and those experiences with over the course of your life. And so it's just like, you know, cre- we want to create that here with the people and those experiences and just, you know, pour into the people as much as humanly possible. Cause we truly do love them. Like I love these people that I work with. They're my best friends. And I truly authentically say that. Like I talk to them 24 seven and I love them with my heart.
0: See, and like, I love that so much because it's not, people think it's just all lovey-dovey and just stupid hippie stuff, but you can truly love your team. You
1: absolutely yeah.
0: can. I have, yes. you clearly
1: have. So it's yes. Cool. I know. And, 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 you know, it's awesome. Cause you see them grow. Like you, you see, I grow and we grow together. And it's like, I see people that like, man, I, we've got a guy here. It's like, you know, he, he Carly, get to work on time, you know, and was having like just major just issues in his life. Just like not having anything to do with work. He just kind of had to get himself, to, but he did and he grew. And now like looking at him now, he is a completely different person. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she has changed so much. I've changed. It's like we're all in this together. You line up with our core values. You're on the team, and we're just all in—like good, bad, whatever. Let's pour into each other, and like it's like truly, like I mean, it makes me want to cry sometimes. How much I love some of these people that I work with that have been here since like you know, like the last seven, eight years. It's like okay, let's try to figure this thing out. You know, let's try to figure this thing out together. There's no freaking ego in this stuff. It drives me crazy the ego. It's not. I'm in charge. and I'm making all the calls. We're all in this together. It's a team. It's truly like a team. And I need, we need input from everybody all along the board. It's like the football team concept. Like I'm, I'm a huge football fan. I grew up up in Dallas, won three, three Bowls in four years when I was 10 years old. Of course, I'm going to be a massive Cowboys fan, but it's like, so when you're talking about football, it's like, you know, you're talking about, like, somebody's got to play to be the quarterback. Somebody's got to be the tight end and the running back and the receiver and the offensive lineman. You know, the offensive lineman is not going to go out and throw like Dak Prescott, you know. But the offensive lineman is so important for him not to just get manhandled back there. The running back is completely different than the receiver. You know, you've got these positions. The tight end can't go play running back. Like, you you have to have different parts of the team to make this thing come together. And everybody's different. And, and like, it drives me crazy. It's like, yes, the leader is usually the quarterback the lead, in the, on the football team because he's throwing, he has the ball all the time and he's throwing the ball. But there's also a lot of other leaders on the team. It's not just the quarterback. But the point is, is that just because you're the CEO or the CEO or a VP position, it's not like you're up here and everybody else is down here and you're just, you know, you're the genius with a thousand helpers. It's like, that's not it. It's all about like, we're all in this together and every single person here can make this thing great. And you can have a lot of different ideas that come out from all these different positions. And, and and that's what it's all about. And that's what gets me so excited because you have ideas flowing all the time from everybody once you kind of base the fundamentals on this rather than everybody just kind of working with the genius you know it's Jim Collins it's genius with a thousand helpers you know I'm going to sit at the top and I'm going to look down and I'm just going to I'm going to spout what we need to do and you're just going to follow my lead and it's like that's not how you build an enduring great company and that's all I care about is I want to build an enduring, great company, like a company that you continue to pour into people and do like our motto is work doesn't have to suck. You know, I want to continue to do that when I'm gone and my kids may be here. And it's like, we have to do that by everybody pitching in all these ideas. It doesn't matter where it comes from, but that's why the ego and the bravado and all that stuff just has to stop. I mean, that stuff is just, it's so dumb and it's just, it's just, it can't, I can't stand it. I'm Right there with you. You know, it's, it's not, it's not real. Like it's not real. Like the ego is just like, it's not like dude, that, things can't sustain like that. Like that's nobody likes that. Like that's not name me one person that is like, yeah, I want to be talked to like that. I want a one way street. Like maybe there's people out there that want that, but like, I just don't see there's, there's no soul to that. It's not, it's not real. It's not authentic. People can't grow and get any better. So Anyways, I know I could talk about this kind of stuff forever, man. No,
0: thank you. You know, that's why we're here today because, you know, we're on the same page.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, you just have the full-blown experience as a CEO. You know, you started from a place that wasn't – so great. And you've turned it into something amazing. And like today you even posted about one of your employees that she was like an admin at first and now she, you have moved her up. Like, so clearly the culture that you foster at Regal Plastics is, you know, growth as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's, Listen, big for us is the entrepreneurial spirit. We're big on that. The big on autonomy. You know, we want people come in. And then so we the first thing we did was we were a centralized company. So all decisions were came from corporate. You know, we we had corporate. All decisions came from corporate. The managers were basically just, you know, hey, corporate makes the decisions, tells managers what to do. And then the managers do those things first, one of the first things we did here after we started working on the culture was we decentralized it, meaning basically each one of our branches, the branch manager and the operation, like they're the CEO of that division. And we have, you know, five divisions and, you know, we have four in Texas, one in Oklahoma city, We're, you know, we're going to open one up next year, a new location. So we're excited about that. But the point is, is like, it's all about being decentralized. You know, it's, decentralizing everything and giving them that autonomy. It's like, no, this is your own, make it your own. And so people are just move up within the organization because there are opportunities. There are opportunities for people to really try new things when that autonomy is real. And it's not a fake autonomy. It's not like, you know, you're in charge, but like, you know, like you have to let them mess up. Like you have to be like, here's my advice. I'm going to, to give you my advice, you know, and I'm going to pour into you, but like, like, dude, you got to make the call. And, and, and I'm okay with it because I trust you. I trust you. You're on the team. Like you're on the team. I trust you. And I trust you to fail. And it doesn't matter if you fail. Failure is okay. We're all going to fail all the time. Everybody knows that. Um, can you learn from that failure? But like, you just, you just can't tell people what to do. You know, you have to, you guide them. And so we're really big on the whole like football field. Like you have guideposts here's our guideposts. You've got this huge, you know, 300 you know, foot, like football field, like, huge grassland. It's like, you've got these guideposts, the out of bounds, you know? And it's, so it's like, okay, well, we just kind of got to stay in those bounds. Like, here's our core values. This is our entrepreneurship. There, This is what we're all about. Here's our core ideology. Other than that, you know, pretty much just like hire, fire, you know, promote based on the values and then just stay within these boundaries, but just go, you know, go do your own thing. And That's been a lot of fun because people are coming up with new ideas and that's where you get that growth. That's why that growth is real because these branch managers, they come up with their own strategy every single year. They can do anything that they want. We're not gonna tell them what to what to do, like we're gonna guide them and say, you know what, we've maybe tried this, but they go do it. And you know what? We've had so many situations where somebody does something, we think it's a bad decision, we're like, you know what, I don't I don't love this decision, but who cares? they do it, they fail, but they learn from it and they grow because I've made a million terrible decisions here in the last eight years. And it's, you know what, it took me doing them and trying them, but you got to be open, authentic and realize, you know what, you know, no ego. If I make a decision and it's the wrong decision, you got to make sure that it's like, okay, I can raise my hand and say that's the bad decision and let's fix it rather than like stick with the decision. You know, it's wrong, but I'm going to continue sticking on it out of ego because I want it to be the right decision. It's like, no, you just have to. And that's why our core values come in of like open honest and like all in and play to win and like learn, improve, grow, because we're just like, we want people that are like that. Like, dude, I'm going to try out new things, but I'm also not going to have the ego. And so, um, you know, we're, we're big on that, on the humility part on the humble. Like we almost made that like a fourth core value. Cause like, we're so big on like having the humility and like having that humbleness of just like, you know what, I'm going to try it. I'm going to have the autonomy, but if it doesn't work, I'm the first one to raise my hand and be like, you know, objectively this really didn't work. And I suck. I'm an idiot, but let's get back on the horse and try again.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't know why it boggles my mind. The more people don't see it the way that you do. Importance <laughs> of people. Like, I'm like, how don't you get this?
1: But there's clearly, yeah. really... you know, you know I, 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 I will say this, if there's any young leader that's out there that is excited about, you know, culture and work culture, um, you know, the stuff that you, you pour into, like, I would tell them to read every Patrick Lencioni book that there yes. is, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's the godfather of company health. I've never heard him speak before. I've always wanted to, I've, I've read pretty much all of his books, but they're just they're unbelievable because it's all about healthy over smart. And, and, and I'm not very smart, so I just decided earlier, well, we're ah. going to be all about healthy. We're all going to be all about healthy. But it's like, seriously, it's like it's all about healthy, 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 how to communicate. Feed way, feedback is a loop. You know, it's not one way, but just putting it all out there all the time and not having these businesses, these organizations that are caught up on bureaucracy, you know, it's all bureaucracy. There's so much bureaucracy and red tape and you can't do this. And I know that organizations, you get too big and you've got to do stuff like that. And that's what I love about being small is we just don't have a lot of bureaucracy. But the goal is to always have as little as possible. And that's what he's all about. He's just all about truly being open and honest and like true, truly just putting everything out there all the time. And I think that, that if I was any young leader, like I would say, dude, like people come and ask me, ask me what books to read. I, you know, I've told you how much of a Jim Collins fan I am. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with Jim Collins, but like, when I talk about like, you know, that strategic and setting of great companies. When I talk about like health and I'm like, dude, like you got to re- just start reading all of Patrick Lincey stuff, every single one of them, like it, you can't go wrong. You want, you read his stuff you you develop your organization around a lot of those concepts um, you're going to win i mean you you're just going to win you're going to be better cuz you're going to get you're going to attract better people the people that you do have are going to be happier you know and i got things up on my wall all over the place of jim collins i mean uh, patrick lencini i'm looking at that i just i freaking love you can't be reminded enough And you can't read those books enough.
0: No, like the Five Dysfunctions of a Team is one of my favorite books. I know. I sat there, and I, I would. People on a plane probably thought I was crazy because I was like, preach.
1: I know, like well, loud? I, a, I know you're like on a plane laughing mm-hmm. or, you know, you're on a plane, you know, just like, yes, and you just like <laughs> want to stand up and shout because yeah. of the stuff that he's saying. And he has a podcast that I didn't know about, but I what? found out from one of our coaches called At the Table mm-hmm. with Patrick Lencioni. And it's fantastic. And he literally talks about all the stuff. And it's like, you know, even, you know, his, I mean, he's got so many great books. He wrote a new book called The Motive, but, um, and that was good too. But, uh, the podcast is great too. Noted. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so one of the last questions, because me and you could talk forever and I want to, but mm-hmm. I got to keep it shortish. So, yeah. but one of my last questions I like to ask all CEOs is having a good culture. What problem does that solve?
1: You know, and I, I thought about this when you have a great culture, um, it's it's much easier to stimulate progress within the organization. Meaning, you know what people feel that, you know, there's vulnerability that's put it out there. So people trust one another. And once you get to that trust, people start to share ideas and the organization starts to get better on its own. And so you're solving this problem of like, how do we stimulate progress through the organization? Like, you know, you want to continue to preserve the core, always your core ideology, you know, your, your core values, and your focus, you know, what's your passion, but then you always want to continue to stimulate progress, like new ideas and stuff like that throughout the organization. And, and whenever you, whenever you've got a great culture and, and it's truly authentic and you're pouring into your people like that, there's a level of trust. I mean, the, 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 the biggest thing it fixes is it just makes fun work. I mean, I mean, work is, I mean, it makes work fun. Like this is so much fun coming in every day, being around these people. I mean, I don't want work to suck, you know, like who wants work to suck, you know? And so it's like, it's so much fun to come into a place like this. But once you get to that next level where work doesn't have to suck and people are coming in being like, I genuinely enjoy what I do every single day. And this is a lot of fun. And I love, I feel like I'm heard. I feel like I have a say. I feel like the people here actually want me to get better as, as a person. Um, Man, I feel like there starts to be, you know, you get that trust And then once you get that trust, man, then, then the ideas just start to flow and you're just like, what if we tried this? What if we tried this? And you just kind of achieve things together. And so that's, I think, I think it stimulates progress and, and, and it's just a whole heck of a lot of fun. I get excited about coming to work every single day. And that's truly honest. Like I get excited about seeing these faces here. And to me, life is so short. Why, why does work have to suck? You know? And so you know, I know that that's one of our goals here and that's our passion to make sure the work doesn't have to suck. But I mean, that's the thing is, it's like, man, it makes life a lot of fun when you're spending 50 to 60 hours a week working alongside people that you just absolutely love to death. So it solves that problem too, you know, it <laughs> makes it a hell of a lot more fun. Yes.
0: So thank you to one of my very, very favorite CEOs for being on the oh, show. And let's talk soon.
1: Yes.
0: I really want course. to thank everyone for that's listening and I hope you enjoyed the episode subscribe yeah. and stay tuned for more thought provoking content if you'd like to check out my website workcultureconsultant.com feel free to leave feedback and send ideas for the show thanks again and I'll talk to your faces later